Coming up in the Game on Australia podcast, episode 31. Oh, 31. 31. <laughs> hey, uh, as we record this on Thursday, the 4th of May, and may the 4th be with you. Ah, boom! Boom! That's it. Podcast over. We've got a very special guest in today. Uh, you've heard us mention PLE Computers. You can see more at plecomputers.com.au. But we're going to get to our guest in just a moment because we want to talk all things NBN. We want to talk all things computers and PCs. And they're also our tech sponsor. Uh, and we'll tell you exactly what that means in just a moment. So let's do this. Game on! Game on! All right, here we go. One, two, one, two, three. Game on! Game on! Game on! It's game time! Excellent! Game on! Game on! Game on! Uh, welcome. To this episode, and a big shout out to our uh, tech sponsors, PLE Computers. Yes. Uh, all the usuals, you can check us out on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash gameonaus, and also the website, absolutely cracking along, Dan, <laughs> uh, gameonaus.com. I've been venting. You have been venting yes. uh, in a very big way, yes. which leads us to the reason why we're doing this podcast this week. Uh, and a hello to our very special guest, Anthony from PLE Computers. Mate, thanks for coming in. Yeah, it's no problem. It's so good to have you here. Now, um, just a bit of background, mate. Tell us exactly what it is that you do at PLE. Um, basically, I work in the operations team. I do special projects, so I help out uh, with all the events that happen in WA. So we do RF LAN, we do flak tests, we do all that sort of stuff. So I'm, I help out, build all the computers, do all the prep um, and get all the stuff ready for those. So, so those, those, I'm just going to just touch on flak test there for a moment. Um, because the flak test gaming we've mentioned on this podcast a couple of times before, I'm part of that crew. Um, but also, no, listen I, to you. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> also at RF land. Um, but man, the, the battle PCs that you guys have built for our grand finals and also for our CSGO guys to use at RF land are just insane. Like just the build quality, mm. uh, the specs that go into them, everything. So you have a you have a personal hand in putting those together. Yes, I do. Yeah, that's I, nuts. I, so you're like the Winston Wolf of PLA computers. <laughs> I don't know who Winston Wolf is, <laughs> mate. Pulp Fiction, mate. Come on. Oh, okay. You know the guy at the end that fixes everything? No. Nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is he got the, it. You didn't. All obviously. I know is a cheeseburger. Oh yeah, yeah the Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. Uh, mate, listen, we've got so much we want to talk to you about it because we, we wanted to pick the brains of a PC expert, right? For a few reasons. And in particular, what Dan was talking about when it comes to the NBN in this country and how we just feel like time and time again, that we've been sold a lie. Uh, so Dan, mate, over to you, this off the story that you can find at gameonaus.com. Yep. So my question to Anthony straight off the bat is I've been on the NBN for a year and I've been seriously underwhelmed. And this is what that article I wrote pertains to. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we blame Malcolm! Malcolm for that rubbish thing that I've got, right? So, and the problem is, and it, and it culminated last week when my kids were trying to watch Stan. It wasn't even gaming related. It was just a streaming service on Stan at six o'clock at night. Every night it slows down. My question straight off the bat, I've only got the generic Optus modem they gave me when I signed up. That's who I'm with Optus. Is it worth my time? Would it increase my speeds if I came to PLA computers and, and got a 
I guess, more a gaming optimized modem. Um, well, router. With, <laughs> yeah. Um, so with that, yeah, it really depends. You can go for like a modem or most of the time people just buy routers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just for, I mean, cause with the internet lines, the ISPs and stuff like that, um, some modems will have a issue connecting or mm-hmm. syncing and things like that. Yep. Um, so what they do is they use the ISP modem and bridge it to a router. Right. Um, which gives you all the functionality and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, with that, sometimes you might see the speed increase just because you got more process power in that sure. router. Um, it's routing a lot better. Mm-hmm. It's not getting congested at that router. <laughs> um, yep. Or you get the modem router, which does the same thing. Yep. Um, just you don't have that second unit uh, to plug in, set up, stuff like that. Sure. Um, you might see a increase, as I said, due to the processing power, the chips they use, um, how far you are from the exchange is a big thing. Um, the chip in there can also affect how like it syncs as well. Sure. Um, so better sync rates, better speeds. Yep. It off with your, um, ample experience, um, Mm. gaming modem slash router. What's the best, what's the pick of the bunch out there? Cause this comes up a lot. Well, I've got I've got a Netgear D sixty two hundred. Ah, he's shaking his head. <laughs> Never had a good run with Netgear. Never. Man, I wish Never. I'd heard about this before. Like because I, people, that's the thing, right? People it cost swear me three hundred bucks. People swear by Netgear's the best. Uh-huh. Asus is the best. TP Link's the best. Um, but like people come into PLE and just be like, oh. Um, I've used Asus for seven years. It's been great. It's the best modem I've ever had. And then some guy comes in and he's like, I bought the Asus product. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't work for me. Yeah, right. That's why Whirlpool's so funny. If you go to Whirlpool, yeah. it's hilarious because yeah. everyone's got an opinion. <laughs> yeah. And if you're just the, you're the humble punter trying to find it by, by a decent gaming mode. I never go to Whirlpool. Like when I go Googling <laughs> to troubleshoot stuff, I never click on <laughs> no, Whirlpool no. because you will see half a dozen different threads and they all have different opinions from different people with different experiences. Everyone's correcting everyone. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a good one. And it's one of those 1995 chat forums, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I feel like to answer this question properly, we I, I feel like we almost need to go all the way back to the beginning, which is the NBN being put together in this country, right? Because, I mean, Terrible. you know, your modems, as I sort of understand it, and, you know, this is the reason why we got you in here, because right, you're the expert, like that. But as, as I understand it with my limited knowledge, right, everything sort of starts from the way they've built it at the exchange. Mm. You know, like we've got things like fiber to the premise. We've got things like fiber to the node, but it seems like, you know, as we, as we delve more and more into it and more people connect to the NBN around the country, we feel like we've been sold a lie. Yeah. I I can definitely jump on board of that opinion. Um, fiber to the node and fiber to the premises is completely different. Um, I mean, fiber to the premises, uh, max potential speeds. I mean, pretty hard to reach. Um, but with the right stuff, you can get up to like a thousand down, 400 up. Oh. That's, that, that's the max line speed that's on those fibers. Porn right there. It is, isn't it? Cause <laughs> I, like when I was in Queensland, I had NBN, we were one of the first mm. suburbs and we were halfway between Brisbane and the Gold Coast. Mm. And, um, I was only getting on the NBN, I was only getting 20 down to 25 down. Right. Yeah. But. Like from the, the, the jump was great from ADSL2 to NBN mm. to the point where, and I've told you this before, Dan, 
that I had a 0.75 KD ratio on COD multiplayer. And then the, the, the moment I jumped across the NBN and had those better download speeds uh, and upload speeds, it took me about three weeks to get myself up to a 1.75 KD ratio. You know, yeah, like, it's a completely different game. Like, yeah, it is. It is. The, the speeds are completely different. I mean, your ping is so much better to games. Um, watching streams, watching YouTube, bandwidth, everything is just so much better on these connections. Porn doesn't buffer. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's not a bad thing because nah. every now and again you get lucky and it buffers on a perfect shot. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Uh, um, I... I totally agree with that. We, I mean, I've been gaming for a long time, but even when um, the Xbox 360 was around and I was playing the original uh, Ghost Recon, if we got guys from Japan, for example, we just wouldn't play it because you, there, was no, there was no contest. You could not play these guys because they would dominate. It might have been because we were shit gamers too, but then they were good. But I <laughs> no, think it but, a lot to do with the um, lag. Because like, when we were sort of prepping for this chat, you were telling us that the like our... Our speeds here in Australia just lag behind the rest of the world. Something really yeah, stupid. Well, this year, well, last year, um, there's a there's a company that or a site that compares all your internet connections. Um, at one stage, we're in like the 40s, um, and then the next year, we're in the 50s, and now we're not even in the top 50 anymore. Oh my god! Beaten by Serbia, Kenya, Thailand, Hang Czech Republic. Our heads in shame. That is. Ridiculous. I'm offended. It's disgusting because disgusted. the government for so long has built their, you know, vote us in and has built their sort of um, pillars or one of their pillars, I guess you could say, off the back of the innovations boom, you know, off the back of the digital age and it's mm. time for everybody to start doing things. And like last night, I, I've got this, this, this gaming setup, this rig that you guys built me um, for my back room so I can start streaming and all that sort of stuff. The rig yeah. is fantastic, right? The equipment's there. There's the, the, um, the blue uh, spherical microphone. There's the Logitech gear, like the um, webcam, mm. um, the, the, the actual specs and stuff that you've put into the, the PC itself are just, everything is top notch and ready for streaming. Yeah. And yet when you're playing Rocket League at 11 o'clock at night and your wife is on her phone and that's the only other device that's connected to the internet and you're buffering and you're getting a ping of like 136... You know, and that's not even trying to stream. Like the second you try to stream, forget about it. You may as well just blow everything up. It's impossible without NBN. It it is impossible to stream without NBN. Um, You get your ADSL2 connection. You might be able to stream on 480p max. Yeah. Um, It's pretty rough for people. Some people um, like to stream their games or don't necessarily want to become a Twitch streamer, but they like to, you know, Twitch also has a record function, all that sort of stuff. They might want to stream games for their friends or just stuff like that. So with ADSL2, it's just so poor that you can't actually do that. Sometimes you're lucky to connect a game, especially if there's no Australian server or C server. I mean, your ping's 400 and then your latency itself like lags out and you drop yeah. packets and all that sort of yeah. Jazz. So like, well, that's my point, right? Like, you know, when they're talking innovations boom and we're trying to build something here at Game on AOS where we're doing things like trying to Twitch stream and all that sort of stuff, 
if we can't even stream at 480p, which is a terrible looking video, right? It's pixelated. Mm. It's it's shocking. You, you can hardly make things out other than colors and you have to use your imagination, right? <laughs> and you, you're you competing against, um, you know, some of the best websites in the world like Kotaku mm. and uh, GameSpot and IGN, right? Who, when even when they stream, like their, their streams are in HD, they're in 1080p, they're in 4K, they are the nicest, slickest looking videos on the internet. Yeah. And our guys in government want us to compete with people like that around the world, but they're the one, it's not possible. They're the ones in charge of the infrastructure. Mm. So that's my biggest frustration with this whole thing, because it's like, here guys, you know, do this. We'd really love it if you could do this. By the way, we're not going to give you the equipment. You're on your own. I cannot believe that in 2017, we're still mentioning the phrase ADSL2 yeah. in metro cities. Yeah. Like, that really offends me. And um, what I hate too, like this article I did yesterday about, and I blame you, you know, I was a bit of a piss take because we do take the piss out of Malcolm Turnbull a lot. Malcolm! Um, <laughs> but I put it up and all these people started getting, don't get political. It's not a political thing. I'm, it's not a political thing. I'm not blaming anyone in terms of liberal or labor i'm just saying the fact we should we should have got this right the first time and we haven't yeah we definitely frustrating haven't. um the issue is i mean they they've promised us one thing they've started delivering one thing yeah and then and then it got changed it, it, it's been changed because yeah. another political party has said you know it's it's too much it's too expensive the nbn co is just yep yeah, we're, we're running out of money there's not enough money to do this yep. um and that's how we end up with fiber to the node um, do you know, do you know what's funny though? Every time you put it on Twitter, like I've got Optus and NBN. Every time I've got a problem, I, yeah. that's how I tweet them, and they, they, the customer service is fantastic. They yeah, both, yeah. They both get back to me within like ten minutes. Yeah, because they've all got fibre to the premise. Hey, um, look, I think I think it's probably a good idea because a lot of the people that listen to our podcast are console gamers. They mm. might not really be gaming PC, and and um. PC, as far as I've seen, has really had a renaissance in the last maybe five to seven years. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's really coming back out. So I think it's it'll be good if we define a few things that we're talking about here mm. today as well. So um, for the people who don't know what ping is, like ping, bandwidth, all that sort of stuff, yeah. you know, just almost like a glossary uh, of terms that they might hear a fair bit, mm. um, might see a fair bit of people complaining about. Let's go through them. Let's start with ping. Yeah, so ping's basically uh, how quickly you connect and send information to a server or a, a destination um, and how quickly you get the other information you request back. So every time you connect to Facebook or Google or anything like that, that you're connecting to their server and um, you're sending a request uh, in, in the form of little data packets um, and then they're sending all the information back. So your pings or latency um, is how quickly you send and receive information from mm. a server. Right, okay. And the, the smaller the number, the quicker it is. Yes. Right? Yep. So, um, you know, the, and that's that's why I can understand my KD ratio when I jumped on across to the MBN from ADSL2 on um, Modern Warfare 3, it was at the time, and Black Ops 2 and whatnot, um, increasing once we got across to the MBN because my ping was sitting was hovering around about 40 to 60, whereas yep. usually it'd be sitting up at about 80 to 100 yep. um, on ADSL2. So obviously when I'm playing the game, the information that I'm sending and receiving is happening a lot quicker. There's mm. no, you know, because it, it honestly felt like there were some times there where I'd run around the corner of a building um, and just 
fall. Like I'd get shot in the head or yeah. sniped or something like that and wouldn't know where it came from. And then I'd see in the kill cam um, what had actually happened was another guy had run around the building and then taken his shot. And yeah. obviously, like, that was the, the biggest issue, right? I wasn't seeing that guy because I wasn't getting that information yeah. quick enough. Quick enough, yeah. Yeah, it happens with games. Um, I mean, the biggest example or the experience I've had is with a game called League of Legends. Oh, um, yeah, right. So originally it was a US game. Um, basically, it only had USA servers. So you'd connect to them and you're running 320 MS from, uh, from WA. So that's your ping. Mm -hmm. And then they release Australian servers and you, you're jumping down to 80, 90 from WA if you're on ADSL 2. Right. And it's a whole different game. It is a whole different game. You go in there and you're like, I don't actually know what to do with this information. <laughs> it's coming at you so fast compared to what it was. So like 400 milliseconds is, it doesn't sound like a lot, but when it comes to gaming, or COD, yeah. League of Legends, World of Warcraft, well, you take Rocket Le League. You take League of Legends, for example, right? It's a top-down MOBA, mm. um, which stands for Multiplayer Online Battle Arena. You got 5v5. Five starting in one section of the map, five starting in another, and then you take you go through lanes to battle each other and get into the enemy nexus, yep. right? So you've got top lanes, you've got mid lanes, you've got bot lanes, you've got um, a stream of minions coming at you and your own minions going that way as well. Um, so, you know, obviously, like the difference between 400 milliseconds and 20 milliseconds, because I know when we do the flak test gaming um, tournaments, right, we're on their tournament servers yeah. on Fiber to the Premise NBN. And the kids request 20 MS ping, right? So we're able to give that to them. And the, the, the slew of information coming through is huge, but that's what they require because there is so much going on within that yeah. game. You know, you've got, you've got five enemy uh, players coming through. There are different parts of the map. You've got all these minions streaming in. You've got the various animals like your, your baron and your dragons and stuff like that that they're going after. Um, you know, your Q's, your E's, mm. your W's, your ultimates. Like there's, <laughs> there is so much going on in this game that you, I don't know. I feel like you need this, the, the 20 MS ping just to be able to keep up with what's happening. You definitely do. Um, I mean, that's why you see such a good number of players in the, uh, the North American league, um, the, their pro league basically, um, they're, they're so good because they, they have the ability to work at that quick speed, uh, because everything is coming at them at a proper rate. Um, with the higher like latency, the more information can be lost as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you've got a 20 millisecond connection, you're losing nothing. There's no information lost. So it's all on your screen. It's all there. Yeah. Mm. But at 400 you know, you, you'll see a minion appear and disappear because yeah, you just lost that information in the transfer. Yeah. And in, um, in the, in, in a world where esports is becoming a massive thing, it really is the definition of a unlevel playing field, right? Definitely. You know, like you said, the, the guys in the U S who are used to these fantastic speeds, I've got two or three people near, near and dear to me in my life that live in the U S who, mm. who constantly give me shit about how much, how great their speed is. My brother lives in Chicago. He gets about... I think he gets about hundred down or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I think the ping would be probably around the yeah, fifteen, twenty mark. Which yeah, is right. shits me. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. Because he's my brother and I you know super <laughs> rough when you play like shooters and stuff. Yeah, that's and they it, yeah. they just 
dominate you because you you know you i know that's that a, i mean it's a it's a common you know lag that lag call lag that love, <laughs> lag. Love, lag. i'm saying i'm seeing an example last night i was playing rocket league right and there was that loss of information coming through when i was buffering and it wasn't so much that the game was buffering but the latency issues were huge at 120 it's about 120 to 130 um ping yeah. While everybody else in the servers was, including my own teammates, were sitting anywhere from 40 to, to 60, yeah. right? Um, and, you know, you, you just to give you listening um, to this podcast right now an idea, if you've had that sort of thing on your screen playing Rocket League, what you'll see is you'll see, you know, the, the, all the cars slow down and then speed up really quickly and the ball will disappear for a moment and then it'll appear across the map somewhere. And that's so rough because, you know, this is the sort of game where you have to preempt where the ball is going to fall so you can make yourself ready because the physics engine in this game is just incredible, intense. right? It's intense. So, you know, like you, you have to be a step ahead of the competition or thinking a couple of plays ahead or a couple of seconds ahead just to be able to play this game Rocket League to get yourself in the right spot to be able to hit the ball. And then you can't do that if you're experiencing latency issues and the ball is disappearing and appearing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, bandwidth and, you know, fiber to the node, fiber to the premise. You know, I mean, people have heard those terms being bandied around a fair bit because it's, I mean, it's, it's a lot that we talk about these days because of how bad it is. But just to give people an idea who might not know the difference between fiber to the node and fiber to the premise. Yeah. Um, so fiber to the premises is basically they run the fiber connection to the, the, the node on your street or wherever it is. Um, and then they run fiber to your house as well. Um, and then fiber to the node is just fiber to the node and then you get the copper to the house. Um, I mean, the upside of fiber to the premises is the speeds, the bandwidth, all that sort of jazz that you can get connected to the node or the ISP. And basically you'll get 10 or well potentially at max 10 times the speed right okay i'm on fiber to the node so I, they i i said before i live in an area where it was old market gardens and i always had a problem with our copper wire even before when i had a landline which was 10 years ago but i could never hear yeah it was crackling like anything because yeah, of the chemicals and stuff over the years i, I and... honestly believe and I, I might be wrong here but i reckon all the pesticides these are old market gardens have been around for almost 100 years now that they have all those pesticides and all that shit that they put in the ground mm -hmm. i reckon it's compromised the copper wire because very it, likely there's a lot of people around my area who've all got the nbn like i have and they've all got the same problem We've actually got, a, um, there's a Facebook group called Gwellop Crime and Community Group, right? And it's like full of nosy, you know, like, what's that police helicopter doing up there? What's well, that? Yeah, we got one at Civil Grove. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, I've been using it to bitch about the NBN yeah. because I'm surrounded by people in my geographical area and they've all got the same problem. Yeah. With, with the older areas, um, definitely the copper is going to definitely have issues. To the point that I've, I've got a ditch digger at home. I'm thinking about just dig, digging a ditch <laughs> for 150 meters Right to that note, and then just lay my own, lay my, you, look, lay not, my own cable. Not that, <laughs> not that we condone anything like that, but could you realistically do that? Could you break into the node and, you know, dig a ditch 150 meters? <laughs> no, no, you don't break in. You just wait till it, because I <laughs> wait till the Telstra guys quite there. Quite often there, right? I'll go past probably twice, three times a month. I see them as I'm driving to work. Just go, hey, mate. See that blue cable sticking out of the ground over there? That's just plug it anywhere. <laughs> That'd fix it. Because um, I look, it's I don't it's can't be far fetched because I've told you before, like when it rains, 
my internet goes to shit. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so the water hits the copper and it's just all it goes to hell. Yeah. How much rain? Like like serious downpour? Uh, or? No, it doesn't have to be a serious downpour. Like if it look if it's an afternoon of just a bit of power of rain, it's not a big deal, right? But if we have a day full of rain or we have a pretty mm. consistent few days strung together. Or if there is a torrential downpour, forget it. I won't jump on Netflix, nothing, you know, it's pull out a book it's and read it. It's that copper. Yeah. I, I've just got a thought in my head of, you know, Lithuanians cracking this joke about, you know, in Australia when it rains, <laughs> their internet goes to shit. <laughs> I mean, what a joke. You'd be surprised how many like American stuff don't believe that. Like yeah, Really? Yeah. Back when I was playing uh, League of Legends again, back in um, oh, probably 2009 or something. Mm. Rain, the lag, DC, and like I've got—I was playing with American friends at that stage, and they're—they're they're just like that—that's full weird. Of it. They yeah, probably weird. just think we're a bunch yeah. of whinging bitches. Yeah, I mean, it must be a worldwide thing, right? Those well, Aussies—they like complain about lag <laughs> and rain, and they've never known it. They've never known exactly how hard it is to actually, you know. Pete, you've nailed it in one there, my friend. Um, the the because I play with a fair few guys when it comes to playing things like um uh Overwatch on mm. the PS4. Mm. Um, and one in particular, Luna, um, he's, he's in the U S and like, he's, he's just getting average speeds of 350 to 400 down, a oh, no hundred up no easy, probs. right? No probs. Right. And he's constantly doing PS4 shares on his Facebook where he's playing, he's playing bloody, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, she drops the turrets. She's a support character. Don't look at me. I haven't played it. Oh man. <laughs> how, how can I forget this? Symmetra? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So she, he's playing Symmetra, right? And he's going in there and dominating. Yeah. You know, because he's playing against Aussies on Australian <laughs> servers. And when we connect with those guys, if we play against Americans and stuff, forget about it. Like there's, we, there's too much desync. So basically, you just you, your game isn't syncing again. You're losing packets and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah right. Crap. It's horrible. Um. Yeah. So, like, how how do they? How, okay. So if you've got, I know next week um, in my area, we get fiber to the node NBN connection, right? So mm-hmm. they've been working on it for a little while. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Yeah. Fiber to I the node. I didn't know this. Yeah. So the next N- week, next week, right? And next week it comes online. Holy shit balls. That's and awesome. Anthony's shaking his head. Still on ADSL too. Exactly. Right. So stage. There you go. Uh, right? Like that's, and uh, that's what I've heard. And the other thing that I hear is overselling the, um, overselling the node. Mm. Right. Oh, they're, so, like, they're like the United Airlines of. Oh God. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, Overselling seats. Spot on. Yeah. Like they, you know, because I, I was talking to the boys last night while we were playing Rocket League, and because they they you know finally made out what I was trying to say because they could only hear every third word. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. Discord, yeah. and um, we were talking about you know the my my cousin was like, hey, look, when you're ready to go, let me know. Uh, and I'll help you with your connection across because we've got to do some research on who you go with, whether it be a Telstra or whether it be an Optus or whether mm. you go with one of these third parties or these smaller companies like um, uh, at the moment we're on Belong, uh, ADSL2. And the reason why, yeah, that look you're giving me says everything and you're Don't even spot know on, right? So Belong is a Telstra company that okay. was set up to go up against the smaller telcos like Dodo and stuff like that. And they basically set up these smaller companies so... Um, they can compete with them on a um, on a on a fiscal level, okay. right? So they can't they can't afford at the Telstra level, or at least so they say, to sell um, one thousand gigabyte uh, or unlimited gigabyte um, ADSL two connections 
mm. uh, for anything, you know, less than a hundred bucks yeah, a month, yeah. right? These smaller companies, because they are smaller and they do everything either online or on the phone with an overseas call center, they're not forking out as much to run the company so they can sell these contracts for 12 months at 60 bucks a month, right? Yeah. And that's the reason why we went with them. Like money was a bit tight, 60 bucks a month. We still get an ADSL2 connection. Yeah. Um, the, my cousin, when I was talking to him, he's like, look, let's do the research and whatnot because when it comes to these nodes, they tend to oversell them, right? So you've got to go with the companies that have the majority of the, the share on the node, right? And in my head, the first thing that sort of comes to mind would be Telstra, right? Because they own all the infrastructure. Yeah. Is that necessarily the truth? Um, yes and no. Some places you'll see a lot more IONet connections and stuff like that. Um, normally when they upgrade the nodes, they've already got all the connections there. So they'll upgrade it to have a couple more connections, but mainly it's already got all the same connections um, from my understanding. So if you've already got a connection there, you're pretty safe to get reconnected. Mm -hmm. um, whether or not you're with Telstra, Ionet, Dodo, whatever. Um, so the IS, does it matter which ISP you do go with in the end? Not really. Um, whatever gives you the best plan is, is, is normally what I go for. Yeah. Um, or like, yeah, who, who gives you the best sort of deal in regards to data limits and all that sort of jazz. So when Optus say there's congestion, that was the crux of that article yesterday is that they came back and said, sorry, we can't do anything. It's congestion. It needs an upgrade. Is that because there's people, too many people in my area on Optus or is it just too many people trying to connect to the NBN through that node? It's too many people on that node. Yeah, right. Okay. So how do they fix something like that? I mean, the, is that the whole, sorry, it needs an upgrade. That means they'll go out there and they need to make more connections on that node? Yeah, that's the interesting thing because um, really it definitely has something to do with a node. Basically, there's too many connections on it because, yeah, um, right. as I said, th those fiber connections are so large. They they really shouldn't be that issue. Yeah. Um, so basically what they've done is they've just connected too many people to one node. How, yeah, do, they, right. how do they get away with that? It just, it, because they're selling you, I know they say up to, right? With a little asterisk <laughs> yeah, next to it yeah, and whatnot, yeah, yeah. but they're selling you, essentially they're selling you speeds well, of, you know, basic packages, 25 Mbps, mm. right down. Like this is purely um, speculation because I did, but I did read this somewhere that apparently the most complained about thing for the ombudsman last week, last year or the last financial year, it has been the NBN. <laughs> so people are complaining to the ombudsman saying, you know what, I've been sold a lot. Yeah. Are they getting, is there a way to, like if you're having trouble, like can, you can obviously ring your telco and all that sort of stuff. And But I'd be, yeah, I'd be calling the ombudsman, I guess, mm. and just getting him to sort it out. I mean, if they can't, if, if the ISP can't help you, then I, I guess that's, that's the, the only way step. you've got. That's, that is the next level to yep. sort your connection out. Yeah. So with it, okay, let's go back to the modem, right? Um, is, you know, there are better modems, there are worse modems. Mm. Um, but is there a way, like for example, right at my house, I'll, I'll explain the setup. Um, in the kitchen, which is pretty far away from where my gaming room is, uh, I've got this, the Netgear setup, right? D6200, it's straight into the wall. And then I Ethernet um, to a little box, which I plug into the wall, right? And I do internet over AC, and it's got a pair box that sits in the other room where an Ethernet cable goes into the computer. Yep. Right? Um, I get average speeds of six down, and I'm lucky to get one up. Um, 
like, is there a better way that I can do that? Can I, you know, should I go and get like another wireless receiver that I can sit in between the computer and the kitchen that would be able to transmit a better speed directly from? Well, that's the best thing about uh, the gaming modems and uh, and routers uh, is the fact that they have the compatibility with their own branded extenders. So um, yep. Asus, Netgear, TP-Link, they all have range extenders um, similar to the ones you have as well, the, the power of uh, Ethernet or Ethernet over power. Um, and basically they, they'll just continue to repeat your signal constantly. Do uh, you, do, does the signal get weaker as it's repeated? Unfortunately, yes, it does. Um, so if you had three repeaters in between your modem and where you need to be, um, the signal is going to be quite weak because it's got to transmit to one, transmit to another, transmit to another, transmit to another. Um, and basically you're going to lose speed in between those transmits. Mm. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, but I mean, with that, you, if you have a good gaming modem, they've got that, ex- that out of the box, extra signal strength, better antennas and things like that to help you with that Wi-Fi signal. Mm-hmm. So with that, it means you can have less repeaters in your house. Um, yeah, right. Okay. Or with that, you've got the ability for roaming Wi-Fi. Um, and basically what roaming Wi-Fi is, is if you've got something like best example is Asus, they've got repeaters that do roaming Wi-Fi. Um, and that allows you to go from one connection to the next without say changing your Wi-Fi on your phone. So if you're walking from one end of the house to the other, as long as that access point, um, repeater has the same, uh, like ID link and security on it, um, it'll, you can just walk from one end of the house, drop signal and pick up the one at the end of the house. Right. Okay. Mm. So that's the best sort of thing with like Asus, Netgear, all that sort of jazz. They have those extra strength out of the box. They've got those repeaters that are also very compatible with them and will allow you to have that stronger signal if you need to repeat it. So what's the difference between like a gaming modem, you know, the reason why it's called a gaming modem? What, why is it called a gaming modem over just your sort of regular sort of modem? Um, the gaming modems work better under load. So those processing chips in there are a lot more powerful than the um, internet providers ones. Um, which just means if you've got a couple of kids in a house and you know, you got your mum and dad watching Netflix on the TV, you got your kid playing a game, watching a stream, and then the other kids watching YouTube and downloading. This is obviously a house in the U S in North America. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, definitely somewhere with a decent connection at least above us. Um, it operates better with the load of. Yeah, yeah, it operates better. Uh, it just allows you to, it just separates the the connections yeah. to each thing and a the, lot the better. Manager. It manages it all so much better, <laughs> and it just it just helps with that. Like, it, you don't get that congestion inside a house, yeah, which right. is, which is a big issue with families these days. It's because oh, your mum's on your phone, your dad's checking his emails, he's watching Stan, and then your yeah. kid's trying to play a game and watch a stream and talk to friends on voice comms and then your other kids doing what trying to watch Stan or Netflix and it just congests and everything just starts piling onto each other. But with the gaming modems, it just gives you a better processing of that information because of the stronger processors. It's um 
if I'd known that 10 years ago, I'd have a much happier marriage because you said it before and I'd do it too. And so does my uh, gaming partner, Ronnie Corbett. It's always the, um, you know, you're playing and all of a sudden it slows right down. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why? And then you go, oh, hang on a minute. And you go out there and there's my wife on Facebook watching a video. I'm like, get off Facebook! <laughs> it's so, you're so panicked because you know, like it just, it's un- inexplicable how qu- quickly it just slows down. And then it's like, oh, yeah. One of them's looking at something. <laughs> like, well, last the other night, because this this is this whole buffering issue at peak times has really only started happening the past couple of weeks. When it happens, I, I check the firmware, right? Because every every now and again, this happens because the firmware needs an update, um, and the firmware doesn't need an update. And then I was looking at the devices connect. There's seven devices connected to our modem now. You know, between iPads, because like, yeah. you you don't really think about it as you're doing it. It just sort of, you know, you just hook them on. You, you just hook them on. It just sort of happens. And before you know it, yeah, you know, you've got that many on there. Um, just quickly, we'll we we'll wrap things up pretty soon. I have got one more question. We'll have to get Anthony back. Yeah, for, for sure, um, man. Yes. Um, but I've I've got one more question, which I'll get to in just a moment. But is there any sort of particular modem that you would direct people to, particularly if they're a gamer? gamer. Yeah. Um. Just. To start out, I'd probably say you're looking at anything in like an $150 range to start out. Uh, that'll just give you the the extra Wi-Fi strength. It'll give you that the better processor and all that sort of jazz. Um, my preferred, I'm a big Asus fan. I've been using them for seven years and I've had no problems giving me better speeds. Uh, they've got the, it's the DSL. So that's, that's for your ADSL connections. If you've got one, it also allows you to connect to NBN if need be, if you're on that connection, mm. Yep. best of luck if you are, <laughs> <laughs> or if you're going to get it anytime soon, it's the DSL 68U. Uh, it's around about the $250 mark off the top of my head. Uh-huh. Might be a bit, little bit less. Uh, great modem. As I said, Asus got great chips in there. They've got great, they do a lot of research into their products. They also have those, you know, Wi-Fi range extenders and stuff like that that are extra compatible. They allow you to control all the different settings and stuff like that. So they're, they're super good, super easy to use. And you, yes. you sell all that gear at PLA computers, of course. Yep. Um, which is handy. And I've got to say like the, the, and I, I mean this genuinely, not just because you guys are a sponsor. <laughs> um, but when I walked into PLE that day to pick up the PC and I just had a look around at the equipment there and the prices at, at PLE are fantastic. Like the, I've got the Audio Technica open ear, um, mm. gaming headset. Um, and like at JB Hi-Fi, I, I and I got it ages ago, like six months ago at JB Hi-Fi, um, I paid 399 for them and you guys have them for, I think it's 289. Yeah. You know, sucker. <laughs> it was, it was the worst day of my life yeah. when I saw that, but I had JB Hi-Fi gift cards. I was like, all right, I'm going to go and, you know, do it. But I mean, look, if you just splash in the cash, like check out PLE computers. Cause yeah, we try to be the best and we try to give you the best service we can. Yeah. And I've told you before, Pete, but my, I used to work 20 years ago, I worked for a building company and the old man. Mr. Hassel, Mills and Hassel, Mr. Hassel, who was, he's now passed on, but he would have been oh, 70 back then. And we, I, I, used to, I was a little gopher for the company because I was only brand new. So they'd send me down to PLA computers. He was a massive computer nerd. And PLA in Wangara was where we, I used to go to get everything. It was awesome. Yeah. And it's still great to see it still going strong. Yeah, Fantastic. been around for 25 years at this stage. I think we're in our 
26th year this yeah, year. Yeah, awesome. And yeah, it's it, it's been a long run. And expanding too. I mean, yep. over in Victoria as well. And yeah, over in Victoria, three stores in WA. So we've got Brilliant. Bentley, Coburn and Wangara, which uh, Wangara is our main branch. Yeah. Um, and they all got great staff. Everyone knows what they're talking about. And yeah. Well, clearly, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. he's put us to shame. The other thing that I, I promised somebody that I would ask um, through our Facebook page is they're thinking about putting together a gaming PC. Yeah. They don't have a whole heap of money. I mean, the rig that I've got is between the the peripherals and the PC itself. You guys did a banging job. There's about six, $7,000 worth of computer there, right? At retail price. But, you know, for someone that wants to play um, Overwatch, League of Legends, Rocket League, um, not necessarily do some Twitch streaming, but just wants to have a bit of fun with their mates while they're chatting on Discord and stuff like that. You know, what's a reasonable figure that you'd you'd put towards putting a PC together? I'd probably be looking at about a thousand dollars. Um, that's including monitor and stuff like that See, to good. start out. Jeez, that's amazing. that's amazing. I mean, most processors like the the lower end stuff. So uh, Intel i three, um, which is one of the lower end pieces uh, pieces of CPU. Um, they will run games. Pretty well. I mean, they're clocked up to about three, 3.8, 3.9 gigahertz. Um, they're just a little bit slower than like a Intel, the i7s or the i5s, which are yeah. just better processors. They've got better tech in them. Um, but you will be able to pick up, you know, a decent graphics card, decent set of, you know, monitor, a monitor, keyboard, mouse, all that sort of jazz for about a thousand bucks. And yeah. the extra long uh, PLA computer uh, mouse map. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, God. You know what? <laughs> they're so like, awesome. <laughs> they're, they're so good. They're so good to use. They're so smooth to run the mouse over. Clocked up to. Can you just explain clocking for people? So clocking is just basically the speed of which a processor runs at. So you've got your RAM, you've got your graphics card, and you've got your, uh, your CPU. Uh, and basically, they all have processors in them themselves. Um, so little chips. And those chips will run at a certain speed. So your clock speed is how quickly it'll run. Right, okay. Or run those calculations for you. And overclocking is the other term that I've heard used when it comes to this. What's overclocking? So overclocking is basically you put more voltage into those processes so they can run those processes and do those calculations quicker. So if you're overclocking a CPU, you're basically putting more voltage into that CPU so it can run the calculations a lot quicker. Right. Do you have to muck around? Because to me, that almost sounds like a car, right? Like if you were, if you would, you know, changing a car from a, uh, like the the term that they used to use um, if you're a machinist fitter and turner is, you know, boring. So if you're boring out the, the pistons in a car to take it from a 305 to a 350 Chev or something like that, right? You have to change a whole heap of things when you, when you do the boring on a car, right? Do you have to do that with a PC as well? Like if you're going to be overclocking, pumping more voltage into this thing, will you have to change a few of the things in the actual PC itself you to be able to handle would. that? You definitely would. So with, with more voltage becomes more heat. And the more mm. heat, a standard cooler or won't do the job properly. Yeah. Even some aftermarket coolers won't. So basically, a lot of the overclockers and things like that, they'll run water cooling. Um, yeah, man. The, the, doesn't the, sound right, does it? No, no. but <laughs> you know what? Like, Have you seen the, the water cooling and the liquid cooling, no. man? Yeah. Oh, mate. Like you go into PLE and there's one in particular. It's a big white beast of a thing out there mm. in Wangara, um, which you guys had on show at RF Land, uh, the first RF Land of this year. 
Um, and uh, it was one that you, I think you built it for PAX. Yeah, the kaleidoscope, I That's assume you're it. talking about. Yeah. yeah, and it's got these two massive cylinders. Um, one's filled with uh, pink liquid and the other one's filled with green liquid, oh, like cool. neon colours, yeah. and then pipes running in between everything where they pump the water through to keep everything cool. It's awesome to yeah, look right. at. Yeah, super expensive, but <laughs> if you're doing overclocking or if you're, even if you're just, you don't turn your computer off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, guilty. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people guilty for that. Well, guilty because like if if I've got it, like the other night, the guys wanted to play Heroes of the Storm and yeah. I hadn't downloaded it on the Blizzard app yet. Yeah. And it was uh, nine gig to run it just at basic pace and then 14 gig to download the, the full game onto the desktop. Right, That's a and whole I, day and a half of downloading for right. us. I said to the guys, <laughs> you know what? I won't be able to play tonight. And I left the computer on all night just to be able to download the bloody game. But the joy is the components are so good these days. I mean, you can have a runtime of like 650 hours before maybe you might think of restarting your PC just because some of the apps are misplaying. So, yeah, Wow. Right. I, was, I thought you were going to say maybe before you think of upgrading or changing stuff, yeah. but just restarting no, the no, PC. No, just restarting. Wow. All right, mate. Look, we're going to leave it there. Great to to hear that, you know, if you're out there in the market for a computer, we hope you've answered your question. $1,000 will get you something, a pretty good gaming rig to be able to do some basic gaming with you. At mates. least to start and you know, can upgrade later. So. For sure. Um, Anthony, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks for coming in on behalf of PLE Computers. Yeah, thanks for having us. PLEcomputers.com.au is the website to go to to check out for all of your gaming gear, um, your peripherals, your PCs, and of course, Give the guys a call. Speak to Anthony at the Wangara store, uh, and they can talk you through exactly what you need and build the PC. For yeah, you. any of our, as I said before, any of our staff are well trained. They'll be able to help you as well. So fantastic, boom, mate. We'll have to get you back in, as Dan mentioned, because yeah, like it would be awesome just <laughs> we, to go through. We've a whole got to go other there too and shoot some video, I reckon. So yeah, for sure. Let's do that. Um, so yeah, uh, this is it for the podcast for today. A bit of a special edition, thanks to our mates at PLE Computers, our tech sponsor. Um, you can check us out on the Game on Australia Facebook page, and uh, of course, if you're listening to this on iTunes and Android, wherever you are. Uh, give us a subscribe, share it around with your mates, give us a nice juicy fat rating as well. Mm-hmm. Five yeah. stars would be nice with yes, a few it words. Yes, would be nice. It yes. would be good. You know, because we, you know, above and beyond today, I reckon. Yeah, bloody oath. I reckon it's a good five-star run today. Bloody oath. Uh, have a fantastic weekend in gaming. As we mentioned, check out the guys at plecomputers.com.au. And as we always say, Dan. Don't forget to save, but don't worry about turning off your computer.